Three dudes, one movie, 20 years. It's time to go back to the show. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Get away from her, you bitch. Boy, that escalated quickly. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And here are your hosts, Danny Widener. I just want to tell you both good luck. We're all counting on you. Jonas Stolpe. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. And Robert Peck. Come on, yeah! Welcome to uh, back to the show, guys. I'm Jonas. Danny's here. Robert's here. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Glad you're here. This week, let's get right to it. We are doing war game. No, wait, that's wrong. <laughs> Out on a limb. No, wait. Oh, oh damn it. Inspector We're, Gadget. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing the producers. No, wait. Uh, we're doing Ferris Bueller's Day Off, a classic. It stars Matthew Broderick, Alan Ruck. Of succession fame, I guess now I would say most yes, currently. Is that Cameron? Cameron. Yeah, he ah, just came. Ah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's done a lot of other stuff, right? Tons of other stuff. But yeah. most, right now, he's like the dim-witted brother on succession. And he's uh, pretty, I haven't seen any of succession. Yeah. That's apparently great. It's it's pretty fun. It's okay. Yeah, it gets to be a little tiresome after season three or whatever. But anyways, he's great on it. And then also Mia Sara, who plays the uh, who plays the girlfriend and what, what the else hell is, is her name in? again? <clears throat> I don't know. I didn't look her up, but um, not a bunch of stuff. It turns out. Legend. She plays, oh, she played Sloan. That's right. She's Sloan. in Legend. That's right. Time Cop. That's where she's from. Oh, that's yeah. Oh, what? Holy shit! You're right. I was like, she looks so familiar. What else has she been in? And I didn't bother looking up until just right now. <laughs> that's right. She's Time Cop's wife in that movie. That's right. She's the one uh, that got to be around Jean Claude's uh, beautiful, beautiful oh, booty. God, it is so impossibly round. Oh, my God. I got to tell you, I don't even remember there was another person in that scene with him. I just thought it was him on a bed. That's all I saw. I got to be honest. I started watching this movie. I had to stop it, and I just watched Time Cop instead. <laughs> I just watched that one scene on a loop. It's my yep. screensaver. It's my backdrop on my <laughs> iPhone. Everything. Roundest tushy ever. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> that man's oh. took us! <laughs> talk about peak fucking Van Damme. Okay, let's get back on track. Guys, Ferris <laughs> okay. Bueller's Day Off. It was a huge hit. It's a cultural icon, I think, at this point, movie-wise. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Let's talk firstly about... What is it that you guys remember about Ferris Bueller? How do you remember the film? Robert, let's start with you. You remember all of it, right? Like I, I'm pretty sure I remembered every every bit of it. Every bit of it? Everything. I think, I think so, pretty much. I mean, yeah. I maybe couldn't have written out every single scene. Like there were but then when they were happening, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that scene, right? But yeah, I I don't know. I remember that it was a fun Goofy high school kids being kids, having fun, ditching school. I remembered being disappointed because there was no nudity. So. Oh. oh, really? What were you? You were hoping Sloan? I was hoping Sloan would just bang it out with Ferris at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> It is a very, I will say, it is a very, it is a very innocent film. <laughs> yeah. Right? But it could have been so much more, Jonas. That's the problem. No, no, I mean, listen, I'm with you. Like, there's a world where you could remember this as like a raunchy or like a whatever, not a Porky's, but like a in the vein of like practical yeah. Joker, cool high school guy. We get a shot of the girls' locker, that kind of like thing that was a trend right, back like then. when. But, when he's running through the houses and he sees those two girls lounging around, they could have just oh, yeah. sat up with their, their tops off and be like, oh, oh, Ferris, you know, whatever. That would have, that <laughs> there would have we been go. Then I like the movie. <laughs> it would have been very, oh my God, then it would like the movie. 
Oh, no. He hates the movie because there's no titties. Oh no. <laughs> it's so bad and it's not good. That's not great, Danny. That is you need to do. Did that take me to bad light? You should, I think you should reflect on that. You need to reflect on that later. <laughs> I think I remember not as many quite details as you guys point out, but definitely I remember Ferris was cool as a motherfucker, like coolest dude ever. And that um, I remember the parade scene. I remembered like the running around at the end stuff. I mostly, re- I also remember a lot of the stuff with Rooney around the house and the him trying to get in and getting all fucked up by all of like the dog and all that kind of stuff. So anyways, yeah. let's get into it, guys. Let's just get into the movie. I think we all agree it sounds like we remember the movie being funny, uh, playful. Ferris is cool. It's a fun movie. Let's start it off and see if that's really what it still is. So we begin the movie with Ferris sick. I mean, it starts right out of the gate, right? He's sick. His parents are there. He's in his bed. He's, oh, I'm sick. And we get this whole first 10 minutes. Right with as that baby starts. Talk. Yeah, so this is, a, this is always, I think, a fun part of the movie process for me. And I think it usually is for us all is like, the first 10 minutes is usually when you try to figure out whether this is what you thought you were signing up for or not. So was this beginning where you guys like, oh, yeah, right, I remember this. Or, whoa, like, or I don't know. How are we feeling about it? I remember this a lot. That, oh, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> no, I don't like it either. I can't. It's too oatmeal it's so, And then he goes like, yeah, and he goes like, I'm never never. <laughs> it's yeah, so it's so unpleasant and, teeth, and, and like teeth smacking. Oh yeah, and then, and then, yeah. He puts them together a lot. Yeah, he goes like. Fuck you, Ferris. <laughs> Ferris, fucking fucker. <laughs> <laughs> what I think is so funny is like. He does all that, and the parents don't like do any me 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 back. He's, yeah, they're just like, okay, great, thanks, Ferris. And they're like, all right, great. So he's sick. Let's all get right, out of here, buddy. honey. All right, Jesus feel Christ, better. So Maybe cool. eat some, take a nap. All right, he's Ooh. clearly, and he's like, <laughs> as they're walking out the door. <laughs> Oh, God. Can you imagine? He probably does that for everything. Like when it's time to eat dinner, he's sitting at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ferris, like the pizza, 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 It's like too wet. It's too wet. Yeah, I didn't so quite remember all that interaction, you know? I remember, yeah, he was sick, and, and this is starting, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I remember kind of this. The clammy hands thing and like that, but yeah, the the baby talk stuff. Was... Oh God, he probably does that when he's having sex with Sloan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh he's all I me 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 me. He's like, I gotta get out of here, bro. I can't. I gotta come, me 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 me. He's like, I got to go, me 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 me. I will say this about the first ten minutes. It was terrific in my opinion i love how quickly it started i love matthew broderick is fucking brilliant in this like it's so good and the whole bit with like yes that whole bit with like me 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 starts that one way and then right away when like the sister comes in uh genie comes in and she like sees him and he winks at her yeah and then the jig is up and like they leave and the music changes and he sits up and he starts talking to the camera all of that is so fucking classic it's so good right away i was like genie's amazing she's a yes there's so much comedic gold in in every single like in every single actor in this movie she's amazing <clears throat> What's her name again? Jennifer Gray, Gray from fucking yeah, Dirty, Dirty Dancing. Dancing. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. She's great in this. But just the 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 rhythm of the movie, right? Like the edits, uh, the music, him yeah. talking to the camera in the shower, out of the shower. He covers the camera while he's washing his balls or what? Like all yeah. of it is like there's so much cleverness and momentum packed into that first ten minutes, and you get to know who he is. And the energy of the film, like, 
I really loved it. I thought it was the shampoo great. mohawk. Yeah, and he's already singing Donka Shane, which is like a song that runs through the entire movie on multiple levels, which is glorious. It just I I loved it. I was so Is it glorious? Yeah, it was I didn't like it. I loved it. You guys didn't like it? Oh my god, I loved it. I, I think it. it went too long. I felt like as soon as he started playing the flute, and he's like, I had one lesson. I was like, shit, we get it. Can we move on with this? Mm-hmm. And then it kept cutting back to Ben Stein doing the Bueller, Bueller. Bueller. And that was a big joke. You know, it just felt like the whole opening, I felt like Cameron needed to get over to the house a lot faster. I don't know. That's that. That's a whole movie trope of like the high school kid who's just such an old soul and they like old things and they're sophisticated or I, I don't know where it's just like, that's not fucking real. What, what, what fucking 17 year old dude is super into fucking Donkey Shane. Darling Donkey Shane. And then we get the opportunity to sing it in a fucking parade. We got, we got to talk about that at some point, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get oh, to I that. Don't, I, uh, what are the odds? Uh, I don't remember that at all. I fell asleep. Uh, Halfway through, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was also like, maybe I missed it, but did what happened to the car in the end? <laughs> <laughs> like it's good, right? Last I saw, they just like they took it to a garage or something, and then that was it. That was the end of the movie. It was a great movie. Great <laughs> okay, all right. So fine. So so Ferris wakes up. His parents go to work. He's talking to the camera. He's like, I'm faking sick. This is what you do. You you do the clammy hands. And then he gets ready. Basically, he's, you know, he's taking the day off because it's a beautiful day. And he is going to play hooky. And then he calls. I agree with you, Danny. I was going to say, like, the first 10 minutes, I think, are great. I agree with you that it does seem to take a very long time for them to ultimately, like, leave the act, like, get on with his day. Yeah. Off. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. They're good skits to it, but like, at some point, I'm like, I get it. You're playing the flute. Like, you're you have the day off, dude. Let's go. Let's, let's see the right the that whole like the, the flute thing. Where like, I've never. What does he say? Like, I've never taken a lesson. But yeah. I, I will say Not like, over, yeah. Overall, I would say like, the movie is packed full of many, many, many more like small, clever, funny comedy bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the editing, in the dialogue, like it's got so many little funny bits that I never remembered. The whole thing is a bit. The whole damn yeah, movie is a bit. yeah. It is just a string of really good bits. And I would even argue that this re- movie is really about Cameron's uh, development. You know what I mean? Yes, I have a question yeah. about that at the end. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I have a. We're going to talk about it at the end. Okay. I have a question okay. about that. Yeah, but going. yes, I agree. It is more Cameron's movie than I. Remembered. I didn't really remember it being Cameron's movie at all, to be honest. No, me either. Okay, so uh, Ferris calls Cameron. Cameron's sick in bed, and he's like, Cam, get up. We're taking the day off. And Cameron's like, no, because he's a hypochondriac, and he's depressed and all these things. He's suicidal. He's suicidal, yes. He's 100% suicidal. He even says, like, I want to die or something like that. That's right. He does say that. Damn. Cameron. Cameron's Last Day, other name for the movie. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Different movie. Different movie. Um, okay, so he talks to Cam on the phone. And he, then we he still meet. still dies at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we meet Rooney and his secretary, Grace. And I just have to say that the two of them are like national treasures comedy wise in this yeah. movie. They are so funny together and separately. They're doing a lot, so much funny shit. That woman was in so much stuff, right? She was. She had her own like TV show, I think. I think she Is was she really? on. No, she was on. Um, was it the Hogan Family or some shit? Something like that, right? She was like the neighbor, right? Edie, uh, yeah. Edie McClurg is her name. She's she obviously on- a very accomplished comedian, like incredibly funny. She's so funny. Yeah. Wow, she's been in a ton of stuff. Well, she, right. I think that she's essentially that same yeah. role in everything. Like a, a polite, like, a behind polite, the back. Yeah. A polite lady That's with, like, shit. a dark, sweary, yeah. like, undercurrent. Oh, my God. She is in so much shit. If I'm, I'm looking at her IMDb right now, 
and it's already like a hundred credits, and I'm only in like the year two thousand. Like she's in a million. <laughs> Elvira, wow. she was in Elvira. She's in planes, trains, and automobiles. She's been oh, in a, yeah. back to school. Oh my god! So, anyways, she's hysterically funny. Jenny uh, Jones great. is hysterically fun. They just they do such great work with like facial expression and yeah. little moments, and they're very funny together. So, anyways, we meet them basically. We're meeting them at school. Rooney is the principal, and he doesn't believe that Ferris is really sick. Which Ferris like, is like his nemesis, kind of. Right? Why is why does he have such a boner for fucking busting Bueller? Oh, I didn't mean to do that. A way better way to say all of that. <laughs> oh my god! It's so that was bad. alliteration, baby, it was great. Why does he have a boner for busting Bueller? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear that anymore. <laughs> but seriously, why does he have such a? I mean, I guess, I guess, because Ferris Bueller's just like this really popular. He's everything he, he wasn't as a yeah, as a okay, as yeah. charismatic. Yeah, he's into Donka Shane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus, he's like also like Ferris is like clearly like a con man. Like he's like running a gag on the whole system all the time. Yeah. Like he's got fucking like a million. It seems to be, and I didn't think I didn't remember this either. That he's like, he is like the coolest dude in school because he's like gets people out of summer school and he knows how to rig the computers and he know like he's the ultimate get away with it guy. So he's, he's like problem. you know he's the, he's the dentist he's the dentist the menace to Mister whatever the guy was Wilson. who didn't like Dennis Mr. Wilson Mister Wilson. Yeah, he's, he's been doing guy. it for years. He's a, he's a senior now, so yeah, got history. Yeah. Okay, but uh, you're right though, Jeffrey uh, Rooney definitely is like Bueller. I'm gonna bust this fucking guy. Yeah, and then Grace is his secretary, and she's like sniffing white out at some point, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then she does this whole list of like she's talking about how all the kids love Ferris. The dweebs and the dorks and the yeah. <laughs> what is it? The sluts and the dickheads and the dudes. Yeah. And, and I wrote that walkers. down, dude. The dickheads. <laughs> she has a group. Of, she has a group at school that are known <laughs> as the dickheads. <laughs> and the bloods. She says the bloods too. There's, there's a game. Oh, yeah. That is dark. I love how it's like there. Some of the lists of people are like just how they're whatever the clicks they're in and the rest are just like terrible, awful ways to describe the sluts and the dickheads. Okay. I'm yeah, the the dweebo. That's how they would classify themselves necessarily. But um, <laughs> yeah, she's great. Uh, they think he's a real righteous dude or something like that. She says. Yeah. Um, she's like from Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. So well, then, well, they are in Sh- Chicago, Chicago, right? Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. 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 She's got some yeah, bears. That's what they what? say there. Yeah. Do Night they? In 1990. Night they say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Then we cut to what? God, there's a. I have to say, when I was writing down the, the plot of this movie, I have more scene descriptions than any movie. Yeah. I, I noted um, the, the first things that hit me, though, I guess in the beginning, just Ferris's room and their house, like, they're super it's just rich. nuts, right? Super rich. And then cut to Cameron. He lives in like a museum, <laughs> right? He lives in like a glass box in the woods, yeah. it seems like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just very, very, very like well-to-do. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, I got, oh, I got no God, Robert, we were almost there. That was like the finish <laughs> no, line. It was right there. I was there. hanging on then, there. Oh. Me too. I will say this. I agree, <laughs> I agree with you, Robert. And this is a trend that uh, that Britt and I talk about often in movies where we go, uh-huh. oh, this is the regular white people house in movies that is a millionaire person's house in actual real life. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it happens all the time in movies where like they show someone's who is in the movie a regular person. Like, oh, I'm a dad with a tough job trying to make the mortgage and my wife has got to work and the fucking kids are having trouble at school and they cut to the house and you're like, this is a $6.8 million house. Right, it's like a Home Alone <laughs> house, right? Yeah. yeah the house right. is a fucking absolute mansion. Right, 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 right. Yeah, actually, Kelly and I were talking about that or I like brought it up during this movie and I think we 
you know, it's a recurring thing because you always notice it. But yeah, it was just like, there's never actually a real house in a movie, like of no. just, a, you know, average person who has a house. Uh, no, no, it's, it's always sort either of it's- shitty, like there's some issues, it's a fixer upper, you know, but it's nice, it's fine, it's just not a mansion. No, it's always either like my like, house. Yeah, my yeah. house needs like so much work, but it's it's a house. It's fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's the but most that, normal house you ever find. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those are never portrayed. No, right. Not it's either all. it's one or the other. Right. It's either yeah. fucking home alone house or like a total shack. Run and the down. shack plays a role in the movie. Like right. it's like yeah, right, yes, that's right. Down and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the dump house is part of the narrative, yeah. whereas the mansion house is never mentioned. That's just where regular people live. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, they do live in Ferris Bueller does live in a mansion house. Yeah, I mean it's a it. Oh, look, there's a way to look at this movie and see it as a bunch of rich people running around fucking off all day long and getting away with it. Yeah, which is a very pessimistic way to look at the movie. And uh, I, I, I kind of maybe I'm just you know as I grow older I become more pessimistic. But well, that's, that's what I did. I, <laughs> I did a long that's time ago. Hey, Danny, uh, Danny, I just have to say, I don't think you've gotten more pessimistic <laughs> over the years. <laughs> you just maintain consistency. Yeah, this is this is on brand for you. <laughs> okay. So I can only go up from here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it, it, that's a perspective you could have. I don't think I ultimately have that perspective, but I could I could see how you could. All right. So anyways, guys, Jesus Christ, we're only five minutes into the movie. So Ferris, <laughs> I'm going I'm to move us quickly forward, and you guys can stop me if there's notes you have. So Ferris eventually gets Cam over to his house, and then Cam Cameron calls Rooney, pretending to be Sloane's dad. Rooney thinks it's Ferris. So he is like, I want to see the, he's like fucking around with him thinking he's yeah. Ferris. But then because it's Cam, Ferris calls on the other line at the same time. And then Rooney thinks he was really talking to Sloane's dad. And yeah, that was, good, that was a good guy. It's a good guy. It's a good prank, right? Um, especially she comes in. Well, the things he's saying, right, are hilarious. He's like. Oh yeah, no problem. Just uh, produce the body, and uh, yeah, we're good. we're all good here, <laughs> you know. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He and, he's, and he's like telling him, to, the thing. kind of telling him to fuck off, and like, and kiss being his ass. just super yeah. rude, right? Yeah, kiss my ass, mm-hmm. and then the the secretary, Grace, uh, Grace, just an awesome like waving her hands like no shit. <laughs> the two of them like running around in that scene and like yeah. handing the phone off and like it's yeah. all such funny stuff. They're really good at it. Yeah, when she's like, Ferris is online too. Bueller online too. And then it's just like, oh shit. <laughs> like nobody gives a better oh shit, I'm fucked face, yeah. I feel like, than like Jeffrey Jones. Like that look he always has is like uh-huh. pathetic and sad. And demasculated and terrified. Like, oh, <laughs> he like can pack it all into like one facial expression. It's fucking amazing. What is Cameron's accent voice that he uses for the dad? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, I can't even do it now. Rumor? I can't. I <laughs> oh my god, it is your money, Penny. It is your Rooney. It's, it's not a real accent, right? Does anyone like, talk like that? Kind no. of southern, but it's not. So, it's very strange. I mean, whatever. But it's just like, no, no, it's a good question, right? It's like, it's like, okay, everybody, we're gonna go in a circle, and everyone's gonna try to do their best version of it. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll start. Ready? Okay. Goes like this. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> He goes, uh, Rooney, you're an asshole. Rooney. Nah. I can't. It's hard to. Because it's like he's also doing something with the back of his throat and his mouth. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead, Robert. <laughs> okay, Robert. I you should guys. say you do. Yeah, what does he say? Like, I should say you do. Rooney. 
I can't do it, man. Daniel. I think that's pretty good, Robert. Okay, go ahead, Danny. Rooney? Pardon my (laughs) French, but you're an asshole. Oh, pardon my French. You sound like Bane. You sound like Bane. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't get my cheeks. Like, Sloan doesn't have any sort of weird accent, right? So... It's like his. That's like a. That's like a grown up act. That's like what grown ups. It is. It's just a grown up voice. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's he's right. like. He's like. Yeah. He. He's. Yeah. He's like. Rooney. Ooh, that was getting there. When Gotham is ashes, my permission to die. Do you feel in charge? Anyway. Um, okay, so. Okay, so we're just at this uh, point right now. <laughs> okay, anyways. Ferris and Cam uh, grab Cam's dad's car, which is very fancy. And yeah. Cam doesn't want him to do it, but Ferris is like. A fucking Fuck off. Crap. We're going to do it anyways. Yeah. I actually do have a question mark at some point around is Ferris a sociopath? Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a, narcissist. a selfish narcissist piece of shit. He is a dickhead, right? He's like a, yeah. he's like a associate. Cause, cause Cameron's like, we're not doing it. And Ferris is like, we're doing it. And yeah. then he like grabs every, he basically just forces everybody to do what he wants. Yeah. So Cameron agrees to take this super, super fancy car that his, it is his dad's prized possession out so that they can pick Sloan up and pretend that they're Sloan's dad. And they go there and Ferris is dressed like um, Inspector Gadget. It's true, man. I wonder yeah. if that like, you know, that sat in the back of someone's mind for 20 years <laughs> or 12, 15 years, like, you know what? He kind of looks like Inspector Gadget. Oh. Go, go, Gadget, make out with my daughter in front of the yeah. principal. <laughs> How is Rudy so stupid he doesn't realize that's Ferris? Yeah, I, I mean, it's mean, far away. They're making out. They're yeah, making and, out. And what does he say? So that's how they do it in that family. Or he says something. Oh, that's yeah. not how people do it in that's families. A, yeah, right? He's okay like, with it. <laughs> he like, yeah, he doesn't go like, oh, uh-oh. Um, I need to report this. Grace! Call CPS, Grace! Oh my god, he should really report it, yeah. yeah. It, is, it is funny though, right? Like, you could argue that Ferris would have gotten away with all of this if A, Sloan and him didn't fully get to second base in front of Rooney, and then also... They didn't tear out of the parking lot, basically throwing off their, their disguises and going like, yeah, let's burn this motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> like if they had just played it cool for 30 more seconds, Rooney would have been like, fine, and gone inside. Cameron's like screaming Ferris's name as they pull out of the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> We're too fast, Ferris. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's true. Yeah, they're like, I can't believe we got away with this. Fuck you, Rooney. <laughs> Rooney. <laughs> Rudy, you are your asshole. You're right because, <laughs> like, like Bogart. he talks to the mom, right? And the mom like excuses, like, yeah, yeah, he's he's sick, and then they convince him that that's Sloane's dad, but then they French. So if they had just fucking cool, don't French, just get in the fucking just cool car, fucking jets, yeah, mm-hmm. and and get off campus, and then you could freaking. Get naked for all we care. Well, yeah, for a dating There we life. go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So then they get away from the school and then like Ferris is, then their day off begins, right? Rooney decides kind of at that moment, like Ferris is behind this. I'm going to fucking get this guy. And then he, his like thing starts. And then, not too long after that, well, I guess so that happens, and then Ferris and uh, Cam and Sloan are in, they head into the city, mm-hmm. and uh, they go to a skyscraper. Dude. I'm kind of going to move through this. They go to a skyscraper. The next scene is really when they get to the fancy restaurant, unless, uh, uh, Robert, you have notes about the skyscraper scene. 
other than those two guys wearing those weird hats off to the left. Oh, I didn't see that. No, I my my note is just like, what are these things they're doing? Like, we're ditching school. Fuck yeah, we're going into the city. And we're going up to Sears Tower. <laughs> and we're going to yeah. go to a museum. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we're going to go watch the Stock Exchange. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? The only thing that makes any sense, you know, like they, the ball, they go to a ball game, right? And the parade. the parade. The uh, parade. And even lunch doesn't really make sense. It's like you're a fucking 17 year old kid. They go to lunch at like the fanciest restaurant in Chicago or something, right? It's, or yeah. not, maybe not the fanciest, but it's supposed to be a very fancy, fancy restaurant. They're 17 years old. They don't want any shit to do with like a three star Michelin, three Michelin star lunch, right? They want, they're going to fucking go get a burger. Robert? Or, what? I have never been on board with you as much as I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> this drove me nuts oh throughout the entire movie. It was so, fucking insane. Yeah. And again, goes to fucking show that this is just three shitty, rich, privileged fucks. What they think is fun <laughs> yeah. because they've grown up. Just money is everything, right? So where do they go for fun? To watch money changing hands. The stock exchange. Buy, sell. I love it. Yeah, go, Dad, go. It's fucking insane, dude. Okay, anyway. Sorry, I had to get it out. I mean, even just think they park. They park in fucking valet park it, right? Like, it's not just a parking garage where they park. They go to this one where they, they fucking crisp little $5 bill to the day. Hey, take good care of her, sweetheart. Uh, what? Fuck you, you little shit. Like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm glad they trashed that car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Deserve it. Fuck yeah. Still there, Jonas? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta tell. No, listen. First of all, don't apologize. Second of all, I this is I did not expect this podcast to go in this direction, but <laughs> I like it. You know, share your emotions. I think this is good. This is good shit. I've never heard Robert get this heated about. If, I, if you'd have told me that. That Robert would get this heated and I had to guess the movie, you could put me <laughs> in a room for a million years and I would never have guessed that it would be Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But I will say this. I'm glad to hear that Danny and Robert have similar feelings about this. This is good mm-hmm. stuff. Listen, this is why we're here. This is why this podcast is here. So we can get <laughs> under the skin of this shit. I feel like John Hughes at the very least should have called up a 17 year old and said like, what do you like to do when you have the day off? I feel like the things that we saw are what John Hughes likes to do. Yeah, totally. Well, he's fa- Listen, he's fancy. Clearly he's a fancy guy. Obviously. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, and the reality, like, okay, you gotta, you gotta let them have it. I guess it's like, they need, it needs to be kind of fun and interesting. Right. If it was real, it would be like, okay, they ditched school. They went and got a burger and they're just like sitting. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason they, yeah, the, yeah, the reason they do this thing <laughs> is because otherwise what you would have seen would have been 45 minutes of Cam and him and Sloan getting high at like fucking Cam's house in his yeah. bedroom. And then Cam would probably have like started to pass out. Sloan and Broderick would have like gotten some second base humping. stuff. They would have dry humped a bunch. <laughs> he would have he would have been like, "Come on, let's do it." And she would have been like, "No." And he'd have been like, "Come on." And she'd been you. like, "No." And he'd been like, "But I love you. I want to marry you." And she would have <laughs> been like, "I'm not fucking interested. Fuck off and get up and walk out." And then Cameron would have woken up and he'd be like, "What happened?" And Broderick would be crying. <laughs> And then he'd have been like, she left, she left, bro. And he's like, your dick's still out. And he'd be like, I don't care. And they would have cried a bunch. And then Sloan would have come back in and been like, oh, my God, it's okay. I love you. And they would have all gotten high. And they would have had some fucking Pizza Hut. And then they would have played some Nintendo, probably. Yeah. Sounds about I mean, right. To be fair, though, that does sound like a pretty cool movie now, now that I listen to it. <laughs> there probably would have been more butts in it that Danny was expecting. True. Wow. 
Yeah. It would have scratched right. that itch for you, Daniel. Wolf, I don't like the way you say that. Roger, <laughs> okay, I got to move us forward. So okay. what happens is the movie ends. Thanks, everybody. For this. <laughs> Pretty much. No, okay, what happens, so no, we need to get to, to lunch. lunch. They go to lunch, which fine. There's some goofball He's stuff the there. Sausage King of Chicago. Abe, Abe Froman. Froman. Yeah. You know, they do some gag stuff. This is some Axel Foley type shit, pretty much. You know. Yeah, it was um, fun, right? I was a little confused when you actually try to follow. Oh, yeah, the phone gag. It. It's I don't think it's possible, right? Well, and actually, what actually happened? Because did he actually call 911? No. Here's what happens. I watched the scene. I watched the scene twice because I agree with you. The complexity of it did. I lost. It lost. <laughs> awesome. He's basically Ferris Bueller is a master of multi-line phone gadgets. (laughs) (laughs) This guy knows how to take advantage of more than one phone line at a time, like nobody I've ever seen. He does it in the phones. So what? Standing at the phones. On the other phone. What happens is. Other phones. What happens is. He fake calls 911, which means I think he's calling nobody. And God. then, uh, then the, but the whole gag relies on the maitre d' going to another phone in the restaurant <laughs> and being available to that answer was, that phone. Not the one that he was standing at. No, because he's calling the fake police and then. Sloan uses a second line of <laughs> of broad no uh, no 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 of Broderick's phone. This is why multi line is key to this work. Okay, okay. Sloan call why I think maybe what no Bueller hangs up. She then calls the same restaurant but a different <gasps> phone that the major <laughs> D is now near in the background. And yeah. then he picks up the phone and she pretends right. she's calling from somewhere else. And yeah. she says, I'm here to talk to Abe Froman, which is a weird thing to do at a restaurant, but whatever. It's the 80s. I think you did that back then. Yeah. Major D picks up and she's like, I want to talk to Abe Froman. What's that guy look like? He asked. And she describes Bueller, who is still holding the phone, but I don't think, ah, oh, shit. No, you're right. Because then. The gag is they patch in Sergeant Peterson, which is Cam again. So that's a third phone. A third line. Four phones. Four no, phones. no. Lines, not phones. Uh, dude, but they're all, they're all the happening line. at the same time. It's very no. complicated. Okay, it's, you're right. It's like an inception no. gag. It's like a phone <laughs> inside of a phone inside of well, a also, phone. Also, where the fuck is Cameron? Where are all of them? Because is the maitre d' not just looking over and seeing them pass a phone back and forth? Sorry, I got that wrong. What happens is, is he goes to some ante room where there's another phone and hangs out by it for I'm not sure, I don't know why. And then... I can't explain it. I've gotten myself all turned around. It is complicated. As you tried to like think it through, I was just like, I don't know. Whatever it worked, they did it. <laughs> yeah, that, Ferris should get a job with fucking Pacific Bell, though, for sure, yeah, because this man. guy understands it. Can reach out and touch someone, baby. Oh, again, <laughs> Jesus! It just. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, phone gags happen. Yep. So then they get sat as the richest or the the sausage king of Chicago. Yep. Uh, and I guess get everything comped. Maybe is that, that kind of implied? Yeah, because that's interesting. They offended yeah, they never... him so hard that he like sat them and. And whatever. So then, yeah. Okay, so then, and this is my favorite part of the movie happens now. Okay. Rooney is on the case. He's uh-huh. going to now bust Ferris. So he, like, leaves the school to go, like, over to Ferris's house or to figure find Ferris and make sure, like, to reveal the fact that he's not actually homesick. And there's some pretty funny stuff at the arcade, but the part I want to get to, because we've already been talking for 145 minutes, <laughs> is... He gets to the house and there's a whole sequence now 
of him at Ferris's house where he is discovered. He calls the intercom. He tries to climb in the, the window or see what's going on. What's his goal? Yeah, right? He wants if he's to trying to find catch, Ferris at home and Ferris is at home. I think he assumes that Ferris is like just – he just wants to catch Ferris not being sick in bed. Right. Uh, making an omelet? like Yeah, prove it, Rudy. You know, screwing around, whatever. Just, you know. But playing jerk. the flute? He's not allowed to play the flute when he's sick? I, I don't know. Exactly. There's no end game here. I mean, if he finds him, let's say he was home, then he yeah. just goes like, yeah, I'm sick. But you talk to my mom. Yeah, get she, out of my house. Excuse creeper. me from school today because I'm sick. Like, yeah. Oh, right. I did get that call. I mean, this is okay. Good. These are good points you guys are making. I <laughs> and now I've broken into the house of a child while he's alone in it. This is a bad look. Well, it's going to be a bad look later in the movie for sure. Where? How, how are you feeling at this point in the movie? I wanted to be over. <laughs> I'll be honest. You, were, you really, Danny? You were, yeah. you were in that at that point. You were like, I'm... yeah, I was sort of. I was sort of like, okay, I guess this is just kind of happening. I guess I got to get through it. I almost walked out to be honest. I almost turned it off and just been like, oh, I got enough of, of a memory. I'll use yeah. my to, to do this one. <laughs> oh wow, guys! I'm surprised. I'm sorry. I'm just surprised that that's how you guys felt about it. Is all. It's not like it was horrible, and there wasn't anything bad about it. I just kind of, I'm over Ferris Bueller. Yeah. All right, I get it. Less like <clears throat> impactful or whatever than I thought it would be. Like, yeah, I, I thought that the re-watching this would really be like, I'm in, I'm in the whole time. This is awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. And there were a few times, right? Like the parade scene, definitely. I kind of, I didn't really forget but I kind of forgot that about it. Right. And then it was happening and I was, I was like, Oh yeah, that's fucking right. And then, and was really on board. Like I remember that was a very big scene when I first saw this movie. Right. And I think actually twist and shout became like my favorite song because of this movie when I was that age, you know, I only remember the Donkashane part. And I remember, I literally have a note about this where like the Donkashane part happens and I'm like, what? I remember this being like such a bigger sequence. It's just like a throwaway. What the fuck? And then the <laughs> shake, and then the shake it up baby bit happens, and I was like, oh, this is it. But I forgot yeah. that was fun. But I love that scene. I did love that. It was that great. Scene. The it people great. on when all those like dancers come in and they dance on the stairs. Yeah. And they're all, like when the city starts dancing with them. I thought that was really uh-huh. great. I loved all that. I thought yeah, that was. Yeah, great. Like- Guys up on scaffolding, like construction workers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was wonderful. I thought that was really, that was wonderful stuff. Here's a question. Um, Are we really, I mean, are we supposed to be thinking that Ferris is singing that? Like, is he singing that? Or is he lip syncing? He's lip syncing. But I mean, are you, is, is he supposed to be lip syncing a song? Or is he supposed to be Ferris Bueller up there singing a song? I think he's supposed to be lip syncing it. Yeah, I couldn't no, quite I put my it. finger on it. I, what you're I, saying in the movie, he's supposed to, to believe that he is literally singing. performing the song. Yes. Oh, I, no. I disagree. Disagree. <laughs> I think Don, disagree. You think Donkey Shane? You think he's singing Donkey Shane? It's a woman's voice, guys. It's a, it's a woman. Oh. Uh, it's is a it lady. It's a lady. Uh, is it? <laughs> yeah, but he's yeah. a seventeen-year-old boy. He can, you know, get hot. Uh, this is this is insanity. No, this is insane. No, this is insane. There's no way that's true, guys. You can't, okay, well, so all bonkers. I'm saying is that if he is supposed to be singing it, it's weird. He's not supposed to be singing. <laughs> so it, it, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you're describing <laughs> isn't a thing in the film. <laughs> Odd choice that they decided to make him sing. Actually sing. Not, not, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but anyway, I remember that scene being so awesome and being so confused that he was singing. Yeah, me too. I still think he's singing the whole time. I even wrote a note about it. Oh, I got to You know what? I'm out, guys. I am out on the fucking podcast. No, I actually, 
I felt like the Donkashane part was supposed to be him when I was younger. I always thought it was supposed to be he was singing. But not now. Not now. You but know. now I, I was just I was confused. I wasn't sure. When previously I was <laughs> sure that he was supposed to be. And now I'm on the fence. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, anyway. This is why I thought. You know why? Because Ferris, in the very beginning of the movie, in the shower, was singing Dunkashane. Yeah. There you go, yeah, Jonas. Really what... I know, but okay, I hear what you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my fucking brain is doing right now, listening to you guys. <laughs> uh, but then Twist and Shout comes through, uh, whether or not he's singing in it. Fucking great scene. It's the Beatles version of the song, but okay. I know, but he's nailing that. Twist and Shout! Come on, come on. We got it. Danny, you got to turn that off. We can't license that. We don't have that kind of budget. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think it's free for the first 10 seconds. Yeah, that's okay. There you go. <laughs> okay, so then uh, then the what happens now? Okay, now Rooney is still at the house. Uh, the fl- a flower guy drops off some flowers and goes, bump, 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 bump. And then Rooney goes, flip off, flip off. <laughs> Funny. Oh, I love that. Uh, that's re- that's actually really funny. This whole bit with uh, him. So he's at the house, and Jeannie, who is who is Bueller's uh, sister, has decided that she's going to come home and find whatever. To your you guys' point, same thing. Like reveal that he's still at the house, which doesn't exactly seem like a who a, a gotcha moment, but whatever. So she's in the house. She thinks she's going to catch Ferris. Rooney is in the house. He thinks he's going to catch Ferris. And they're both sneaking around and they both jump out at each other and they scare the shit out of each other. And she kicks Rooney in the face and then runs away. This whole bit with them like sneaking up on each other and then her hitting him, kicking him is super, is again, super funny, I think. And then my favorite part is like they jump out, she kicks Rooney in the face twice and they keep cutting from her like running upstairs screaming to him falling over. So she's like, ah, and he's like, ugh, and she's like, ah, and then he falls over and it's all bonk, and then she's like, ah, and he's like passed out, and then my favorite bit is then they cut to just a quick shot of his car getting a ticket at the end. <laughs> Which is, I mean, yeah, it's I, just like, it's from so, bad to worse. Oh, to yeah, even it's worse. so funny. It's like she's all like, kick, kick, ah, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, and he's all, ugh, and then it's all like, and a ticket for your car. <laughs> <laughs> like the cut the cutting of it is so funny it's like the cutting, it's so funny. uh and then later she calls down to tell him that she's on the intercom system in this on the intercom system average average right. house right but this is my favorite line of the whole movie she goes if you think whatever she says something like you know i just want to remind you that I have my father's gun and a scorching case of yeah. perfume. Scorching <laughs> case. Scorching. Scorching. Oh, oh my God, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> anyways, all that happens. Then they go to pick up the car, which the guys at the parking garage have been driving around the whole time they've been gone. And they realize the mileage is way higher and Cam kind of melts down. All right. Uh, anyhow, guys. Anyhow. Then... Cameron and their, Cameron's kind of freaking out. They're at, I think, maybe Sloane's house or Cam's house. They're in the pool. Cameron turns out he's okay. He was just fucking with them. And then Jeannie's at the police station because she called the cops after Rooney showed up. And she sits down next to a certain Mr. Charlie Sheenington. Mr. Charles Sheenington. Wild thing. Yeah. What do we think about Charlie Sheen in this movie? How's this? What do you guys think about this whole scene? I feel like this is the character from Major League, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Much. Totally. Wild thing, yeah. Good call. That's wild yeah. thing. That yeah, is wild thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah I wrote, right. I wrote Charlie really Sheen's is. the best part of this movie. <laughs> he is great. This, yeah. the scene, this stuff between the two of them is really good stuff, I think. And when she says, why don't you go put your thumb up your butt, and he brings his hand up and like rubs his thumb or something, it's really good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Her disgust in him is just her face. Oh my god, it's so classic. <laughs> she's, she's so, so good. At, she's so good at doing like bit like pissy seventeen year old yeah, yeah she really teenage is. girl. It's like so good. 
you know what's you know what's funny? Hold on a sec. Before that, like in the span of out of about ten minutes, when Rooney breaks into the house and gets his face kicked, right? And you know, he said that we cut to the car and it gets a ticket, right? So in the span of about ten minutes, Rooney's like in the house, right, or so, and he's cleaning up, and she's on the phone with the police and stuff. In that ten minutes, it cuts back to the car over and over again, and he has like five more tickets yeah. on his windshield. And not only oh, that, yeah. but then his car gets impounded all it's while he's so in the house. Quickly, yeah, dude. <laughs> that cop had no shame. Oh my god, I didn't think about that oh. at all. That's so true. It happens in like eleven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. That I mean, uh, yet again, a fucking privileged, rich ass neighborhood. Yeah, uh, they don't allow street parking. You know, not unless you have proof of ownership or residency within the neighborhood. Oh boy, yeah, that is exactly. very. That's a very specific gripe, Robert. Where the cop had Rooney as a as a principal once upon a time. And he's oh. like, oh, shit, this is my fucking nightmare from when I was a kid. I'm going to empower you. Chickens roost, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Chickens meet roost. <laughs> Maybe we should change his name to Ed Roost Knee. Where's <laughs> the foghorn? Hold on. Yeah, definitely that deserves a foghorn. I'll foghorn myself. Um, all right. So then basically the movie is almost over. We're in the garage. <laughs> but did you laugh? I laughed out loud when I realized uh, as Rudy's car gets towed, he's running after it. He tries to unlock it. And then he loses grip of his keys and his keys go off <laughs> the door. And, and it just gets towed off with his keys. It's just like, oh <laughs> my screams. god. This guy's like, damn it, my keys! <laughs> like, this guy's day is just fucking spiraling, bro. He's now just lost his keys. And they'll probably fall out on the freeway, right? So he's never getting his keys back. <laughs> He's so fucked. His, his whole spiraling is my, my favorite part of the movie by far is watching his day just get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Oh, shit. Um, <clears throat> okay. Now they're in the garage at Cam's house, and for some reason, they believe that driving a car backwards will run the odometer backwards. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't understand that logic at all. Okay. <laughs> at any rate, they think it's going to work, and it's not working. No. And Cam gets pissed, and then he talks about how he's going to stand up to his dad. And what did you guys think about this particular scene? Impactful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think it's good shit. Bueller to the end of that, like, was still, that's fine. I guess we'll just crack open the dash, turn it backwards, and, like, you know, I'm still scheming, still this and that. And then he was just like, no, man. God, took a stand. Over. It's over. Yeah. And it was like, okay. It was cool. God, took a stand. He does some, I feel like Alan Ruck does some really good acting and, like, it grounds the movie. All the silliness, it grounds it. I think it's a I think it's a really good scene. Anyways, Alan Ruck gets Cam gets pissed. He starts kicking the car, and then the car eventually, because it's propped up on this thing, falls off the jack and and flies backwards through the garage out and crashes into the woods. Uh, and so then he's gotta face his dad. You know, Bueller's like, I'll take the heat, and Cam's like, No, man, I'm gonna do it. So Cameron like gets his moment to take responsibility for his own life and face his fears and like Danny said earlier he's the one with the arc in the movie or I guess he's the only one with an arc character arc in the movie yeah you're right because yeah, yeah Bueller doesn't there's no doesn't growth learn anything or any learning or anything right he just yeah, it's just a day off. around and takes advantage of his friends <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and the then probably, probably in his head takes credit for helping Cameron grow. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. but I okay. So actually, I have a this is a question for this is a big this is the big question I have. I'm going to jump forward a little bit. So that happens, and and uh, whatever. The, Ferris runs home. He beats his parents home. He pretty much gets away with it. Whatever. He's talking to Sloane, and Sloane says to him, "Hey." Uh, 
like, did you have this plan the whole, they talk about Cameron, is Cameron going to be okay? And Bueller's like, yeah, he's going to be okay. Maybe for the first time in his whole life. And she says something to the effect of, did you like have this plan the whole time? And I feel like the movie implies kind of that he did. And so my question is this, is the whole day Ferris saving Cameron? Or is it just a byproduct of Ferris's day? From what we've seen from Ferris, he's highly prepared for this day, right? right? He's got tape recordings. He's got the the porch recorder, whatever the hell that thing was, you know? Right. Even like, even the- Wired yeah. fucking police system to yeah. mannequin. I mean, you could really say that. And you know, you know he's been around Cameron enough to know that he's in a bad spot. Right. Okay. They, well, they are their best friends, right? And yeah. he does yeah. drag Cameron into this. The car, yeah. the prank phone right. calls, Try and get him out of it. All maybe. of it. Yeah. Okay. So I honestly had, honestly had never, ever thought of that as being a thing about this movie. But as I was watching, I was like, holy shit, wait a minute. Was this whole thing for him to save his best friend? Huh. Is if, he not a dick that way? If, wow. If Cameron killed himself because the the car went out the window and she still asked that question. He'd be like, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be like, no, I was just trying to get my fuck on. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go. Yeah. He did take quite a risk though. He did. It's a high wire act for sure. But I gotta tell you guys, I gotta tell you guys, I kind of feel like maybe that's that's what the movie is saying. Because I agree with you, dude. I wrote halfway through the movie, is Ferris a fucking total dick slash sociopath? But then at the end of it, when she says that to him- one line. Yeah, it kind of implies that he set the whole thing up to save Cameron. It does make sense. Good work. Shit, man. It fucking rejiggers the entire movie. Wow. Whoa, right? Wow. Blown away. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah, I fucking couldn't. I can't. I can't reconcile it. It's the one thing I wanted to talk about. Like, I fucking had to take a walk afterwards. <laughs> now, if this movie had titties, this would really be good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what it did have though is uh, the twist and shout scene on the float. There was like a bunch of women kind of. I remember as a kid pausing and rewinding and pausing really? scene because there were times where they were like flipping up their dresses and you'd see a little bit of underwear and I'm like, oh. <laughs> rewind, pause, yes. <laughs> 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 pause, yes. Oh. Yeah, I remember that like, just right. I think, yeah. that I think that describes like every teenage kid yeah, in the dude. in a oh, yeah. VHS in like oh. the VHS era of movies. He's like rewind, pause, yes. <laughs> Learned about the birds and beasts first, Bueller. Yeah, exactly. That reminds me. I remember at some point in like middle get to the end of the movie we got the whole bit where he runs and he's he's trying to beat the parents back to the house and he's running through all the yards all this stuff is great a lot of fun why didn't the sister just say mom look (laughs) what do you mean yeah turn him in she was trying to catch him right so it doesn't make any sense the transformation doesn't work it is you're right actually i did think about that it's weird because like the movie implies that like her encounter with Charlie Sheen leads her to realize that she doesn't need to think about her brother very much. Yeah. And then later you're right. She's racing the car home to catch him. Mm-hmm. But then by the time they get home, the transformation has happened. That's true. doesn't make any sense. Guys, we're done. Uh, does the movie hold up? Let's hear it. It's fine. Um, I mean, I think it's it's kind of fun. If you haven't seen it, I would see it. But yeah, like Danny said, it was kind of like, there were times where we were just like, I just want this to be over already. Ugh. 
So I wasn't mad about watching it, but I wasn't like super stoked either. I think I'll watch it again if I'm on my deathbed. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? It's been a long time since I've seen Ferris. Put it on. Okay, well... Not so only on your deathbed is what you're saying. Only on my deathbed. Okay, so oh, if there's one, it's only going to be maybe one more time ever. Maybe That's it. we're going to see how that stacks up on the moment. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to disagree with you guys and say that I thought it was charming and delightful. Uh, I don't know whether like kids would think it was fun now, but I enjoyed it a yeah. lot. I, I, it was better and funnier than I. There was a lot more smaller, funnier stuff that I had not picked up on that I thought was really funny and enjoyed that I didn't remember were jokes in the movie. So I'm all, I like it. I was in, guys. By the way, did did you guys do taglines? Taglines. I have two. Should I do mine? Yeah. Okay. The first one is... Ferris Bueller, prepare to watch the origin of a modern con man. <laughs> I feel like this guy, I feel like Ferris goes on to do 10 to 20 years for fucking selling reverse mortgages to a bunch of old people or something like that. Um, and then also, here's my other one. Life moves pretty fast, which is why you have to cheat and lie to everyone about everything, everywhere, to get everything you want right away, whenever you want. <laughs> And to hell with the fact that it might ruin a decent man's life who only ever wanted to work as a principal, providing a safe and productive learning environment for teenagers. <laughs> I'm not sure that'll fit on the poster. Yeah, it's a big one. I get it. It's a mouth. And the last one is Ferris Bueller. Charlie Sheen didn't know he was being filmed in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> He was waiting for uh, an audition and just like talking up a woman on a couch. Yeah, they were just like, oh, oh my God, Jennifer, go sit next to that guy. They were shooting at like a a real police station. (laughs) Anyways. All right, that's it. Uh, Mine is, um, well, it was based off of like the fact that I thought, you know, Cameron was suicidal and Ferris Bueller wasn't really you know, paying attention to it until Jonas broke that wide open. So with that in mind, uh, my tagline is life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, your best friend is going to kill himself. When your friend's suicidal, take a day off. Ferris Bueller. <laughs> there oh, you go. Yeah. That's kind of nice. You like that one? I did like the, the first one is really funny. It's fucked up, but really funny. I like it. <laughs> All right, Robert, what do you got? I, I have garbage. Uh, I the the denizen of the ditch day, the maestro of missing class, the king of the con, Ferris wow. Bueller. Wow, oh, Jesus Christ! What are you doing on this podcast? <laughs> oh no, God! You could have done so much more with your life. <laughs> I didn't know most of those words were words. I'm impressed. All right. <laughs> Great job, guys. Uh, should we uh, spin that, that wheel? wheel? Spin the wheel. Here we go. Oh, shit, yeah. Willow. Oh, yeah. There we go. Mad Mod again. <laughs> God. Can you just play the fucking foghorn sound now, please? Mad Mod. Tough memories associated with the uh, the prevalence of the use of peck. <laughs> oh right! Oh my God! That's right. He calls him that in the whole movie. Yeah, buddy. Jesus, I can't believe we gotta watch this fucking. Movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about this. You're not excited at all? You're not, I thought you'd be happy. Yeah. Was it for great? you? I feel like Willow was great. You, all right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. By the way, I love that it has that little stutter in it. That's so funny. No, it's Wait, fine. Mean, Listen, I'm sure it's fine. It'll be fine, guys. You want to see Ghost over Willow? First, I can't believe hey, you. I think we established Ghost was great. 
Yeah, we did establish that. We want this is exactly what this podcast is for (laughs) to revisit old films, and we did. And two out of three fucking podcast hosts gave it a thumbs up. So you're in the minority, bro. It's not my fault that you can't be in touch with your emotions. (laughs) That's exactly what it was. (laughs) 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 All right, let's get out of here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, great one. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to another episode. Robin and Danny, thank you guys both. As always, you are brilliant and hilarious. I love spending time with you. Um, yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, here it comes. Let's listen to it. Right. Thank you for Go Dutch Street, you were sweet, not a shame.